morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, October 2nd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Brett Goodman. And I'm Tara Bulger. We come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're continuing to share faith stories with you, and today I'm sharing mine, so stick around. But before we get to that, let's pray together. Let us pray. Loving God, you have so made us that we cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from your mouth. Give us a hunger for your word, and in that food, satisfy our daily need through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Our scripture passage comes from the book of Isaiah, chapter 61, verses 1 through 11. Please listen for a word from God. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because the Lord has anointed me, he has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of our Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall rise from the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. Strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. Foreigners shall till your land and dress your vines. But you shall be called priests of the Lord. You shall be named ministers of our God. You shall enjoy the wealth of the nations, and in their riches you shall glory. Because their shame was double and dishonor was proclaimed as their lot, therefore they shall possess a double portion. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. So Brett, we started um, last week um, with this idea of faith stories, and I told a little bit of mine, and I'm wondering if you can tell us maybe somewhere that you have seen the Holy Spirit work in your life and what it may have taught you about growing in faith. Yeah, thanks, Tara. I'm so thankful we're doing this because I think it's only often when looking back that we see these moments of grace, these moments where the Spirit has worked, and it takes time to look back and reflect and 
really pay attention. Sometimes when I think, when we think of faith stories, we think it has to be this uh, long story throughout our entire life. But I think that that may be true, but it's that story is made up of smaller moments, smaller stories, anecdotes of grace. And the two that I want to share, the first one is just um, about my home life and my parents. Of I grew up with three brothers, and I had a an incredible, wonderful family where faith was entirely part of a home. And that spilled into how they engaged in their church. And the church that we attended growing up, like any other church, was by no means perfect. It had many of its own issues. It had many of its own flaws. But what I saw my parents do, uh, which I think is a lesson that they took from their parents, which comes from the spirit, and has tried to, which I've tried to model my life after and, and be touched by the spirit, is that when you see something in your community that you don't think aligns with where God is calling you, when you see in your faith community, in the wider community, heading in a direction that you think is antithetical to the gospel, to being a good steward, you don't just leave. Uh, there are times possibly when that may be the, the healthiest option, but what I saw my parents do was take up leadership roles and where cultures were toxic, they created their own cultures. And I think that that is the work of the spirit, the creativity to not merely sit back and deconstruct and criticize, but to build up and create something new and that we are co-creators with Christ. And so that was a that is a moment of grace and a moment of the spirit that I got to see reflected in my life through people close to me that has deeply changed how I understand or not deeply changed but influenced how I understand we're called to be in community. The other one I want to share is I had a few years before undergraduate and going to graduate school which I found, which was really important to me. I know several, uh, I know you didn't do this, Tara, but I know there are several people that go straight from undergraduate to seminary and then they're pastors. And that, it was important to me that I took some time and I worked the nine to five job and I worked what all of our congregants are doing. Um, I think that being a pastor is, is a... A special type of call, but to also to live life exactly how other people are living life, to live life in that daily grind, uh, and and to see, you know, we have I have a great privilege of throughout my day I can make times to um, study and to pray, and I think that makes me a better worker for this church and for the session and. And for my reports, but you, most people can't use that excuse uh, when you're when you're working maintenance, when you are at your law office, when you're at your, being a doctor, when you are uh, wherever you're working. You can't really use that. I'm praying so that I can be a better worker, though it's possibly true. 
And so for me, this, again, it's this moment of grace, of understanding the difficulties of what it's like to work all week and be exhausted. Yet the Holy Spirit blessed me with this energy to go out and to continue working. Um, I worked a, I was working with uh, exceptional individuals, intensive intervention, kindergarten and first graders for 40 hours during the week. And then I was doing part-time seminary where I would drive two hours, spend all day Saturday in classes and then drive two hours back and then Sunday I would teach a Sunday school class go to church and then help out with the youth group and then in the midst of all that try to figure out where homework was and looking back on that I have no idea how I did it and that's how I feel with many congregants that I meet now I'm like how do you how do you do it with all, with your work and and everything that you're pouring into your family and your job and your community here but each day that I did th- that I did this for a couple years, I experienced a new life and a new grace and a new hope that only could have come from the Holy Spirit. Because otherwise, I would have been downtrodden and <laughs> frustrated with the lack of time to do anything else. But to I had this really unique opportunity to work 40 hours, to go to school, to be involved in leadership uh, with our local church, and the grace of God that gave me energy and joy to do that each day uh, is something that I think that we're called to look for every day because otherwise our own bitterness will take over and our own exhaustion and our own frustration. And so those are two I think stories of grace that, that that God has placed in my life and and they've really influenced how I understand God and how I understand the world uh, and I hope that those listening will also be moved and changed by the grace of these stories. Please join us again on Monday. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others knowing that the grace and love of God is upon you. Amen. Amen.